confession time. I actually haven't been using Minder myself. But given the topic of this podcast, I've decided to give it a try. This isn't an easy decision. I had pretty much decided that I was out of the game recently. But for the sake of knowledge and research, I'm willing to let my heart and maybe my ego get bruised again. Just a tiny bit. This is Love in the Age of Mender, and I'm your host, Hadi Berry. So this show is a special treat. I get to hang out with my little sister, Aisha, also known as the sweetest person on earth. And I won't be the one interviewing because she's not ready to share herself. She will instead be asking me questions she's always wanted to, I think. And I'll do my best not to reflect. Allons-y. So, my name is Aisha. Aisha Berry. I'm Hadi's sister. And today, um, I'm just going to ask her some questions related to love and being a Muslim woman. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm going to try, uh, I guess, to understand more about her because since the creation of the show, I realized that I don't know. There's a lot I don't know. Adi, you're, I think you're very, even though I feel like I know you pretty well, I feel you're still very mysterious to me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, but I think it's a cool thing. It's a cool feature, you know. It's like, yeah, I'm a, this badass, mysterious woman. <laughs> um, but but well, yeah. before we do that, what do you do? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm an artist. I make comics, and I also write. Currently, I'm... Um, um, I have two projects that I'm working on that are short comics. I won't go in details about them because I'd rather make them before I feel, like talk about them. Okay. I also enjoy singing a lot, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, yeah. the floor is yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my first question is, so like I said, it's pretty simple. I just wanted to know, what were your reasons behind creating Love in the Age of Minder? Mm. I think for me, it was a way to distract myself a bit from mm. how I felt about my own love life and mm-hmm. and get to to go through kind of a catharsis by listening to other women's stories. Um, and I also know so many very interesting, like, Muslim women in general. Mm-hmm. And I just really wanted to give them a platform to kind of share what makes them so special and also give them a voice that I don't think is heard often. Yeah, yeah, I relate to that a lot because even in when I make, like, a comic, recently there's one that I'm working on that's, love from the point of view of an alien (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like um i can relate to you a lot in 
and also to a lot of the women that you've interviewed because I think it's like a similar journey. Very, it's different too, but I think uh, the basis of it is you kind of feel alone in your, you know, I guess your quest for <laughs> understanding of love. <laughs> but yeah. But anyways, uh, I think we're, I'm going to be cheesy. We're really proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah. So uh, my second question is, you say that you're pretty religious. Do you see yourself getting married as a spiritual duty, or is it something more personal? Oh, I don't think I ever thought about it as a spiritual duty. Mm. And I don't even think that for me, marriage is so much of an end goal. Um, mm. It's not something that's always present on my mind. I think mm. what I would really want is just more of the companionship and the support you have. And it's like this yeah. weird feeling of never feeling alone, even if you're mm -hmm. far away from that person who happens to be your partner. And so it's more having that one person that will always be there for you mm -hmm. and that you can share things with, even the most mundane things that I, I really want and really miss. And mm -hmm. not so much about marriage or marriage as a religious duty. Do you okay. think about it that way? No, that's why I wanted to ask because, um, well, first I remember when we were younger, like, I think for some reason one day you said that you never wanted to get married. Really? And then I, <laughs> yeah, and then I always associated like not getting married with you. So <laughs> when we started talking about it growing up, it was like, oh, I guess, oh, she's thinking about love. I didn't know my sister was like that, like, you know. You didn't think I, I was capable of love. <laughs> No, <laughs> not that, but more like you were just so driven to me and like so focused on school and it was funny. But for me, yeah, I I don't see uh, getting married as a spiritual duty. And I also, yeah, to me, it's, it's not something that I I think about all the time. So I was wondering if that was the case for you. Yeah, definitely not marriage, but companionship mm -hmm. and not wanting to be alone I think we all don't want to feel lonely so that's mostly it yeah yeah, yeah I agree um, I think mom says that to <laughs> when we talk she says I just don't want you to be alone when you grow up <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um, do you believe in fate when it comes to love oh. or is no like Cause, no, okay. Why Why are you asking that? Oh, um, for just um, from one of your interviews recently, uh, I think one of the women said that she really believed that there was one person for everyone. And then I wanted to, because that's an interesting thing, because um, I think it varies depending on people, but she strongly believed that, and I wanted to see if that's something you thought about like do you think there's one person that's like waiting for you <laughs> you know <laughs> no i don't think so yeah. i think i think you're capable of falling in love with different people or multiple people mm -hmm. and it's like it's a product of time of shared experiences and also just general i i guess like i don't want to say chemistry but general vibe do you get along with the person 
and mm. I don't think there's like one person out there, only one person out there for everyone. Yeah, and I also, think I agree with that. And also sometimes I'm not sure that everyone has one person out there. So then if that's not the case, mm-hmm. then you, we should still be able to live our lives and have full lives, even if we yeah. don't have find the one. At least that's what I hope. Yeah. <laughs> or trying to figure out for myself. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, what I realize is, I mean, the idea of one person completing you, it already, you know, implies that you as a person aren't enough. Mm-hmm. And I've never liked that idea, you know, that you can't possibly live on your own and be happy or be content at least, you know. Mm-hmm. Um So when I graduated, uh, one of our uncles, I think you were there, um, he, <laughs> he he was like, oh, so now now that you're graduated, the next thing to think of is marriage, you know? <laughs> And then so I think, like, um, I was wondering, do you ever feel pressured to to meet someone? Like, is it, like, do you feel like maybe your, your, your want for companionship is because, you know, you see all these, people having someone or mm. so is it externally like, driven yeah or mm. is it um personal no i don't think so i mm. i have to say i can be sometimes i like these pangs of envy when i see couples so mm-hmm. and it's not because i saw them i think it's because i do want that And sometimes mm-hmm. I also really, I'm really happy that I, I get to have all my alone time. Right. But, I, but I, yeah, I think I don't feel pressure that's external. It is something that I sometimes think about more than other times. And it's mostly internal. But okay. yeah, but like in our, you know, our families. So everyone feels a bit entitled to your, your future and who yeah. you're going to get married to. And yeah. when you should get married too, but I think our parents have done a really good job at allowing us to decide for ourselves what our priorities should be, and being yeah, very, very supportive true. for us, being supportive, yeah. yeah, of us like just going for what we want, even if that's yeah, not marriage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Although um, sometimes we have discussions here that take so long. And I feel like we, like we don't. Um, for example, I was like, "What if I never get married?" You know, and then um, <laughs> mom is like, "Never say that." You know, and <laughs> and then dad is the one who like tries to go into a discussion and stuff like that. What does he um, say? <laughs> um, well, basically, he explains like there's nothing wrong with it, um, with not being married. You know, and, you know if you don't if you don't find someone, it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he also talks about like how in the society in Guinea, for example, where it's like if you're not married, there's like certain stigmas, you know, or ideas that are associated with you. And in terms of respect, you don't get as much as mm. a woman who yeah. would be married and older and stuff like that, you yeah. know. Yeah. And when who has so, children? So I, yeah, that's true. Right. Exactly.
Last time I heard um, your appearance on the BuzzFeed podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, Hattie's famous. <laughs> yeah, shout out um, to See Something, Say Something for having me. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then um, you talked about like um, online dating. So from that, I was wondering, so uh, you said that it was too much work sometimes to just like text all the time and stuff. And I guess I was wondering, where, like, where is dating on your priority list? Oh, right now? Sometimes, yeah, like... Oh, it's definitely not my top priority. I would say okay. it's probably fourth or max third. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I don't think I'm cut out for the <laughs> the back and forth. And, and also, mm -hmm. I don't have the tough skin to go out there <laughs> and try and meet different people because it's mm -hmm. a numbers game in some ways and yeah. yeah i at this point that is not where i want to put my energy <laughs> yeah that's true and especially when you you add like your i guess uh, um checklist i did air quotes <laughs> you know like um you know when you talk about values and like Um, you know, what you look for in a person and then trying to get out there and talking to people is, you know, it, I feel like it's a lot of time. So, Well, think, it depends on uh, how much it, it is a priority for you. If that's something that matters to you, then you should put in the time. I just I don't see. feel, for me right now, that's not the priority. Yeah. It's so funny because... I feel like us, your siblings, are learning so much about you. Oh, my God. <laughs> that we, we didn't know. And, like, for example, when we learned that you were dating, I was like, what? <laughs> It's like when you, just, when? When you when call you us mean? from Japan and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm in Japan. It's so shocking. <laughs> But when, when do um, you mean by when we learned? <laughs> like, like, for example, uh, from your last relationship, when, I, oh. when you told me, like, yeah. uh, but it had been, like, a a while before, you know. Yeah. For some reason, we don't talk about those kind of things at home. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> It's just... Yeah, and yeah. I was wondering, why, why do you think that's the case? Hmm. That's a tough one. I think for so long, we were not supposed to date. Mm -hmm. You and I, and, and we're both the first two children, and we're both girls. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's never that transition where uh, when you start to date and you start talking, sharing that with your mother or your your father. We never actually mm -hmm. had that. And mm -hmm. I think we're both also very... Like, we like our worlds or inner worlds to stay... to yeah, remain ours. Yeah, yeah, we are both very... I think most of us are very private. And I think that's yeah. why. And the only uh -huh. reason I... <laughs> and last, the for my last relationship, the only reason I shared is because mm -hmm. that was like, the, like a really serious thing and I felt like very strongly about the person. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah. yeah, that's why. I agree. It was a special um, occasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right, especially the private thing. I feel like um, Alpha and Ablai, uh, our younger brothers, are they're really close, in, and they, I feel like since they're so close of age, uh, with they, each other, they shared a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. like the 
They have like secrets. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Sometimes I see Avlay who's like slouching and like sighing, and then he gives the look. He gives a look to Alpha, and then they go upstairs and like start talking. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, I I want to know everything. But yeah, I'll wait <laughs> when they do a podcast or something. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't want to know anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um. I think mostly these were my questions. I felt like I rushed. Yeah, so... So you don't I have any any questions about you-know-who? I don't know. I wasn't sure if it, you know, if it was too much. No, like I you said, I didn't want to invade your privacy, you know. I told you you can ask anything for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay. So, I guess, I think you told me a little bit about um, how you met. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess uh, for you, what was it that um, caught your eye about him? Mm-hmm. And uh, when was it? What do you mean when? <laughs> like, <laughs> do like was it like instant? Like when you first started talking, or was it later when you got to know him better? I think it was pretty instant. And I think mm-hmm. in that case, I think that that was also a special case. I think. It was like a very strong connection from mm-hmm. the get-go. And also, there was no wandering or no... Like, I knew from the beginning mm-hmm. how he, f- he felt. So that made it yeah. easy for me to open up and let him get to know me. So that made it... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And it was like very extroverted and really high energy and in those ways different from me and I think Mm -hmm. that was also and extremely friendly with everyone Mm -hmm. around him and I think that made it really attractive I see yeah so it was like uh, almost like um, you know when like a personality completes yours kind of stuff I wouldn't say completes let's say compliments (laughs) uh, yeah I was looking for the word sorry (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's what I meant, not complete. And then, so you talk a lot about like the, your value system, uh, I mean, value systems of uh, the women that you interview. I'm guessing even though he wasn't um, Muslim or, you know, uh, from Guinea, <laughs> um, <laughs> that, you know, you you didn't mind because you dated. So um, I was trying, I guess, what other um, things did you appreciate about him in terms of like um like your compat compatibility in terms of values like mm. what did you see in him that you liked um well he was really i think he was really close to his family mm-hmm. and so and really close to his mother in particular and i really liked that and mm-hmm. also very kind and i realized that kindness is like might be the one thing I value the most in people. Yeah. And I think our parents are both really kind people, and mm-hmm. especially our, our dad. And I know, yeah. and I see how it's enabled me to really grow and be my own person, and similar for you and, and both of our brothers. And I realize mm-hmm. that kindness is really important in whomever we decide to partner with. Especially Yay. in the long run. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And also I because I too. feel like I'm not always the kindest person. 
<laughs> well, I don't. I don't think so. I think I think you're very like soft and kind, but you you try to hide it. That's what I think. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> also, um, I think it shows in your action, like you know, the kind of advice that you give us and everything. So, um, anyways, I agree because I think you know, a world without kindness would be pretty horrible, yeah. and. You know, when you find people like that, like they're so special, you know. So now we're switching on to another section. I'm taking back control. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite podcasts, and I'm sure you know that Aisha is yeah. pop read. culture. Well, it's of course the read, but in particular, <laughs> there's another one, pop culture oh. happy hour, oh, and yeah. they have a really cool segment at the end where they share about the things they've been obsessing over, over, and that are keeping making them happy. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Aisha, what have you been obsessing over? Lately. All right. So you might be surprised, but I've been obsessing Uh-oh. over a book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So wow. Which book? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not like an avid reader, no. but <laughs> when I find a book that I really like, I just, you know, it stays with me forever. So the one that I found um, is called um, Men's Search for Meaning. Mm-hmm. And it's by Viktor Frankl. And it's um, a book. He's a Holocaust survivor. Mm. And basically, he was. uh, it's like a memoir, uh, his experience um, and descriptions of his life in the death camp, but also like how he he talks about how he was able to survive. And um, basically, um, the book is separated in two sections. So it's like the first one is... um, his memoir, not memoir, but his experience. And then the second one talks about logotherapy. Logotherapy. And what that, therapy, logotherapy. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's uh, basically it's in the idea that the primary human drive is not pleasure, but the pursuit of what we find meaningful. Mm. And um, I've been reading it, and it's not like a book that you read and then you're done, you know. Okay. Yeah, what about you? Mine is really not as deep as yours (laughs) (laughs) or that thoughtful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, It's actually very recent. I've been for the past maybe 12 hours. I've been listening on loop to this song by the XX. Um, I think it's On Hold. Yes. To On Hold by the XS. Yes. Did you say 12 hours? (laughs) I... I don't know. It's, it feels like half a day. I've been only listening to that song and on loop. Wow. I know, it's a bit intense, but I love it. In particular, yeah. there's the chorus has this, like, staccato rhythm that I really, mm-hmm. really enjoy. So I would say you should check it out. The XX right. on hold. <laughs> I, I definitely will. Uh, that's so funny. I think we all do that where we find, like, one song. <laughs> and then we play it the whole freaking day. I know, I know, we all do that. I think we get yeah. it from Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Aisha. Oh, Delia. 
And to close us out, Aisha is going to be singing a short tune. What did you pick? I picked um, a song by Tegan and Sarah called Call It Off. Call It Off? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. I won't regret saying this is thing that I'm saying. Isn't better than keeping my mouth shut? That goes without saying. Go pray. Thank you for spending time with us and tuning in every Tuesday. The podcast will be taking a short break, but don't despair. We'll be back on Tuesday, April 4th. In the meantime, remember to share this podcast with your friends, family, and foes. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud. So subscribe, leave reviews. And if for some reason you like to follow me, I am on Twitter now at Hadi Lurks. That is H-A-D-Y-L-U-R-K-S. To wonder if this was the thing to do. All right, <laughs> that's it.